Welcome to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. My name is Cub Cooker. I wanted to welcome everybody. If we're connected, okay, yes, we are still connected. Um, looked like we had an internet bobble there. Anyway, uh, as I unzip my coat, I hit live a bit early, but oh well. Um, anyway, welcome to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. Uh, today I'm going to talk about celestial cities now that we're finally connected. Okay, here we go. TikTok is up now. Welcome, TikTok. Good deal. Glad you guys are on now. Uh, I was worried that it was going to stay on red there. So uh, this is a live podcast. I want to remind everyone. Uh, I got several comments uh, saying, you know, hey, you need to spend more time talking and less time answering uh, comments. And I'm like, guys, that's that's the thing that separates me from a lot of podcasters. I don't just get up here and talk. I take feedback. This is live. This is, uh, you guys have questions, comments, prayer concerns, all of the above. And I want to be able to, uh, you know, as many as I can catch here. What's up, Amy? How are you doing, my friend? Thanks for joining. March, thanks for being here. Who is Ryan? Thanks for being here. Um, let's see, Matt. Thank you for joining. Paul, thank you for joining. Appreciate you guys. Hope you're having a beautiful evening. We're going to be talking about celestial cities. Uh, including the New Jerusalem Cube, uh, right out of the book of Revelation. We're going to talk about Revelation 21 tonight. We're going to talk about some mythological places, other celestial cities, literally hundreds of these guys. Um, you know, I think a lot of times here in the West, like growing up within the church, um, I thought that the New Jerusalem Cube, the, the celestial city of God coming down, was like the only one of its kind when really there's so many different prophetic events um and things like that um so with that i i thought it was really important just to kind of like bring this to to everybody tonight because um i think that um for me personally it was a bit shocking to discover that wait hinduism has a ton of these um there's a bunch of them in egyptian mythology and in um, other, uh, the Greek mythology has a ton of different celestial cities and mythical places and stuff like that. So things that are above things that are below things that are on the surface. Um, and so I think that we often like, we look at that Jerusalem cube, which I have a little AI artwork of right above me here. So, um, kind of think of it as the only one of its kind, but, uh, with that said, I also want to talk about the, um, reality unraveling today and i think that that's actually happening um it's something i've observed um by the way i can't prove anything i talk about on here uh this entire channel is a giant thought experiment um everything i talk about is purely my opinion um within utmost respect to every race culture religion orientation i love you as long as you're here and you're nice, and you're not a jerk. That's really all we care about here. So as long as you're nice, um, we've got a great community here, um, and you are welcome to be here. So um, just treat each other with respect in the comments, but love to answer some comments as we get going here. Um, but first off, I want to talk about Egyptian mythology. It has a place called Aru, the heavenly paradise where Osiris rules in ancient Egyptian mythology. Now, before we get into the Egyptian and the Greek and everything, I want to just quickly talk about the astronomical events happening in March. One thing that we have right now, tonight, is March 7th, 2022. We have a full worm moon. 
the full worm moon tonight, I think is very important. Um, it can kind of be taken back to the farmer's almanac, talking about the worms emerging from the soil as it starts to warm up. We're moving into a little bit longer days, like kind of moving into um, that that type of uh, you know environment is as the ground heats up. So, um, with that said, I think that um, the worm moon has has a few meanings here. And so like what I just picked up on it and you guys know a lot of stuff I talk about is like just the energy I pick up on just kind of my own intuition um, is the idea of worms that they can do a lot of different things and ultimately they decompose things. Um, and I think that one of the opportunities we have right now, like today in this full moon is to just like let decompose anything that needs to any old timelines, um, any old friendships, any um types of relationships that we have that are not healthy or serving us any lifestyle choices we're making let them decompose let them go back to kind of that soil of our core um, so that we can then move back into a fertile timeline in our life so uh thank you uh ev uh Jinyu, thank you very much uh says i always enjoy your lives i really appreciate that my friend um let's see um da, 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 da. other questions comments per concerns jack what is up my brother thanks for being here um edward thanks for being here william anyway yeah we got a lot of people on tonight i don't normally stream late like this but i thought i would give it a try see who's on uh just kind of check it out what is up my friend uh dreams thanks for being here hi cub this moon is super important as saturn goes into pisces tomorrow yes absolutely um, so, you know, I'm definitely not an astrology expert. So nothing I say here is like astrology type, um, advice or anything like that. I'm just pretty much like, I just look at one of the things I want to look at, honestly, is I always look at the gods that these planets are associated with, because to me, that's really where the energy comes from. There's different schools of thought on that when you get into, you know, astrology. And like I said, I very, very very base understanding of it. But for me, I just try to intuitively look at it. Um, and I noticed the other night, we've got two planets on the horizon that are just like in, I would call them perfect alignment. I mean, I know they're not like perfectly straight up and down, but for me, like you can't miss them. It's just absolutely beautiful. And it's Venus and Jupiter. And so I wanted to talk about that with the worm moon tonight and like what that means. And I was having a conversation with a friend earlier today um, about how important this is and like these two bodies that are in the sky. Uh, so you got Venus, the Roman goddess, her counterpart would be Aphrodite. So this is very much like the fertility, love, desire, beauty, that type of thing, prosperity. So you kind of have like all of those things like um, depicted without clothing and all the paintings, that type of thing, kind of bearing all, it's that really authentic energy in my opinion, like just that really like, here I am, like, here's the things that I want, like, here, here's what, here's my truth. And so for me, that's like really where I, the, the vibes that I get from like the whole Venus in the sky right now. And then with Mars, uh, or excuse me, with Jupiter, um, this is really important, I think, because Jupiter to me, if you guys know all my Yahweh theories and all of the stuff with that, Jupiter is super, I think, connected to that Yahweh character. And I think that he actually is 
the same. I think that all of these pantheons of gods are all depicted after the same entities or energies or bodies in the sky, whatever you want to consider they are, or all of the above. I actually consider they're all of the above. Um, another name is Jove, J-O-V-E, which sounds oddly familiar to the God of the Bible. And so I want to talk about this idea of, you know, he's in the sky too, along with this love, desire, beauty, authenticity, you know, kind of nakedness before uh, all, and just kind of that really authentic, like, here's what I want, here's where I'm going, whatever. Um, and you guys are dealing with the same things too. So this is really important. This might be one of my most important live streams. What's up, Truth That Travels? Melissa's in the house. Thank you, my friend. Melissa knows a lot about this. You guys go check out her channel, at Truth That Travels. What's up, Jim? Thanks for being here, my friend. Um, yeah, exactly, Angel Woman. Uh, Venus and Jupiter and a worm moon. Like It's, it's just wild that they are all... Um, they're all there together right now. So, um, let's see. Uh, we have a few juveniles in the comments tonight, uh, or at least in intellect, uh, making some goofy comments. So, uh, that's the only downside to the live guys. So y'all give me some love, drop some stars, drop some hearts, drop some stuff, kind of pump it up with these algorithms. Know what's up. Uh, appreciate you guys and the support. So, you know, Jupiter is like the sky father, the king of the gods, the god of the sky and lightning and kind of like this, you know, weather type um, god. And so his counter Greek equivalent would be Zeus. Now, why is that important? I think oftentimes we think like I grew up in a Christian home and I would like look at Zeus in the animated Hercules and go, well, he's God, like he's the God character. And then when you find out like what God really is, what source really is. And then you start thinking about like all of these projected archetypes that, that are created because we need them, right? Like somehow they're here. And I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to talk about melting down reality today. Talk about the authentic reality. We're going to get deep, deep, deep down the rabbit hole today. So just, just, I lost power. I don't know why that was really weird. Um, so Yeah there's a ghost in the machine here so uh definitely definitely check this one out as we go along here so um the god of the sky thunder and king of the gods and so if you know my yahweh stuff you know um i talk about yahweh as this what the gnostics would call the demiurge um which is kind of this more of this carnal type god it's a flesh created god it, it, it can be manifest in the flesh we see that it was manifest with moses um, it came down in fire and smoke i often refer to him as the extraterrestrial overlord rather than that one true god like that authentic spirit source that type of thing i'm going to talk about the holy trinity in a way that you probably never heard it and i've really been alchemizing what it is you've heard me talk about father mother um and son before but I've gotten some deeper revelations on that and what that actually is and looks like. And I want to talk about that coming up here in a minute. Um, so with that said, I think that um, you honestly kind of have two opposing energies in the sky right now. And I can see that in my everyday life. The more positive I get, the more haters I have online. The more uh, negative I get, the more encouragement I get from people. It's the weirdest dualistic existence to be in right now for the past few days 
and it's driving me nuts, but it's just, it is what it is and it's here and we have to just deal with it. Um, and I think one of the things we can do to alchemize it is that sign. The wisdom's always in the moon, right guys? Like the wisdom's always in the moon. Even in the Bible, it talks about that lady wisdom is hidden in the moon. Um, she is put there and the, bo- the book of Enoch talks about, uh, wisdom in the moon and that it's a curse for those who have her not and a blessing for those who do have her. And so like, remember that. So, uh, just did a few videos on stars. Oh, awesome. Awesome. White Hawk. Uh, very, very cool. Um, yeah. And I'm, we haven't even gotten into the stars here tonight. Like this is just, just a couple of planets and a moon right now that we're talking about. we got a lot more stuff happening in March that I'll be talking about as we go on. Um, let's see. Does anyone have a clue what celestial body is near the moon? I cannot figure it out. No, I have no idea, Melissa. Good question. Um, I do have an app that I use. It's a free app, um, and it's on my phone. It's called, um, I think it's called, I actually really don't remember what it's called, but if anybody wants to know, drop a comment and I'll try to drop the app. Um, like I said, it's free, but you can like look around at the sky and point it at different bodies and it'll tell you what they are. It'll show you the different zodiacs and what's kind of tied to what. It's really cool for getting like a really uh, visceral understanding of like a tangible placement of where all these things are in the sky. So sky view, that's it, Melissa. Thank you very much. See, I knew you guys would have the answer. People think I have the answer. I don't have any answers, guys. I'm just a goofy guy that does content that enjoys entertaining people, challenging my own intellect and my own mind and my own heart and like just working through all this stuff together. Ultimately, I just create supernatural content. If you dig that, please consider commenting, liking, subscribing. I'll talk about how you can support the channel here in a little bit. Um, And so interesting when you get down here on Wikipedia looking at Jupiter here, and his role in the state. Um, so it's kind of interesting that he was actually the, like before Christianity was populated in Rome, he was kind of the patriarchal Roman, um, you know, God of the state, if you will, um, from the way I understand it here. And so this is really interesting because as I've talked about a lot, we see that the people that hung Jesus on a cross uh, are the very ones that decided, oh, by the way, that's the religion of the state now. Like that's, we're going to adopt that. And it, so it's like 300 some odd years later, uh, not very long at all after they were unaliving all of the Gnostic Christian believers. Um, what are we left with today? We're left with a lot of people that tell me that a, I'm going to hell B I'm leading people to hell and C, uh, that I'm just, uh, you know, a shyster, a huckster or whatever, and, um, you know, it's that programming, it's that programming that the, the way of the world type thing here. So, um, so with that said, you know, I think it's just important to remember like these celestial bodies for 90% of people in the world right now, they don't even think about it. They don't look at them. They're going, and I, and I say 90%, maybe it's more like 50, 50 at this point. I don't know, but I know that there's a whole lot of people that you even mention astrology you mentioned the planetary alignment right now and they go, yeah, I mean, I think that they, you know, they cause like, you know, some feelings or whatever heaviness in the body, but like, I don't I mean, I don't think that they're really that, you know? And so I think you get, I get a lot of that, like in my community and kind of my life, but, and then you get people that are like, oh, they mean everything. And like, you know, every little movement affects us. And I'm, I'm kind of on the, 
in the camp of like, you know, these are very important. They're very meaningful. They're literally the clock by which we are supposed to understand the signs and times and seasons to perform certain things, to take action on things, to rest, to repeat, to wait, to listen, to output. Like, I mean, and, and here's the deal, guys. It You don't have to be a rocket scientist to understand it. Now, there are people that understand it way more than me, and I and I respect you, and you guys are incredible. But I'm telling you, for the average person, you got an app, look at it. Look at the planets that are brightest in the sky, that are in alignment, that are sitting by that moon. Go look at the meanings behind these things. Think about the esoteric understanding of them, which is, what is esotericism? It's flip the coin over, there's something on the other side for you to see, and it is not on the surface. It is hidden under the surface. It doesn't mean it's evil. It doesn't mean it's, uh, you know, satanic. It doesn't mean anything like that. It just means like, hey, there's a message on the other side of that for you to look at if you would like to. And for me, that is, what are the planets in the sky? We've got Venus and Jupiter right now and a worm moon. And so my thought is, if we are willing to take that energy right now we have the energy of the construct the role of the state here i mean i'm just looking at the words i'm seeing the energy of this kind of god of the the sky father god of weather thunder uh, this type of uh, thing going on here i'm just like just words are bouncing off the page um the child uh, the child is mars um thunderbolt eagle oak tree this is very immovable, like it's super 3D, like it is the construct. And it is this immovable thing, like I am God. I am the thing that you will bow to. Nothing is greater than me. And I see that that is like the energy that we have in the sky now. And then we have this Venus energy. And this Venus energy, ladies, listen up. Guys, listen up. This is important for all of us, is this energy of I am open I am willing, I'm ready to flow into a timeline. Here's what I want. I'm going to be authentic about it. Um, it is fertile time right now, prosperity, festivals. I'm just, again, words that are popping out. Uh, classic tradition, um, mythology. Um, the, I mean, guys, this it, it just gets deep. I mean, again, these are just things jumping off the page. Um, rose, the, the rose, the common myrtle. Um, and I just see this as like finding miracles and little, little things, just like beautiful, fluent, natural, organic things. I'm not talking about diet or anything like that here. I'm just talking about like, it's this really authentic energy of like, I can have anything I want. I'm, I'm powerful. I am divine. Um, I deserve it. I deserve love. I deserve all the good things that are coming to me. And I'm saying this for the whole class, guys. Like, you, you should be thinking this way, too. Uh, Venus rising from the sea, alluding to the birth of the myth of the Greek Aphrodite from the Garden Wall. Um, again, just very, very authentic. Like, this is our time. This is our time energy. This is 5D. This is higher consciousness. And I want to take you even deeper down that rabbit hole here in a minute. Uh, this is all true for Pisces season, but remember Saturn will try to restrict. Beware. Exactly, exactly. 
Um, and so, yeah, we haven't even gotten into Saturn, which is you get more of that like Satan energy in it. And in, in my opinion, um, again, all my opinion here, but uh, you know, I do see Jupiter as like this kind of, he is like a restricting God. And then you get into the Saturn, which is like really more like the judgment and like the, like you said, the restriction and everything. So when I tell people, when you see these things and you have these energies and you have things like a worm moon, which is like, again, for me is all about like the spring is coming. There's a renewal, that soil that you thought was bad. You thought it was dead. You thought it was like that thing is getting churned over and it's ready for you to plant whatever you want in it. And that thing is going to work. It's going to happen. It, it is okay. It is. And I think that that's really, really important right now is you got a lot of people out here hating on other people. You got a lot of people trolling on other people. You got people that don't think it's fair that people get to do whatever they want. You got people that think that, oh, nobody wants to go to work. You got people that think, oh, the government's doing this. You got people that think, oh, that guys, you're in charge of your reality. Like literally you're in charge of your reality. And I think that one of the things we get reminded now is like alchemize it. Stop. What is it like? Stop, drop and roll. If you catch on fire, stop, drop and roll with it right now. Like let's flow with it and go with it and know what you want and know what you're going to plant right now, today, tonight. Like if you haven't thought about this, you got now, like you got now. And we are in linear bodies right now. We're restricted into time. That's part of the trap that we're in. Now, I'm going to talk in a minute about breaking out of that. But if you don't know what you want right now going into this, tonight's a great time. Figure it out. These cycles are very important. You have that opportunity with that Venus energy. Again, you have that Jupiter energy that's going to kind of concrete it. It's going to kind of, um, I feel like if you take this opportunity in authenticity and in the frequency of love, to take authority in your own life and say, here's what I authentically want. Then you have the opportunity with this Jupiter energy to go ahead and concrete it in the 3d in the construct with like the God of that construct or the energy of that construct. Um, and then remember that wisdom of the moon is the churning over right now with that, uh, the worm moon. So why is all that important with this revelation cube and everything? So it says, then I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first, first earth had passed away and this is in revelation 21 by the way if you don't know about the book of revelation the book of revelation was purportedly written by john um, as he was on the isle of patmos um, which is a greek island and he was having what i would call a very special trip with himself and um writing down all the things that he saw and uh some of them are so weird and so accurate and some of them are so off the wall and we don't understand them um and some of them seem super abstract some of them people look at them so literally and they're waiting for him to happen still and yet some people see and they can make connections where every single thing has happened and so um for me i look at it as a fluid document a stream of consciousness about a lot of really esoteric things and one of the things that i see here in the first heaven and the first earth had passed away is i think about it as the consciousness like that first heaven and first earth um we've had kind of these timelines that have unfolded where you had a lot of traditions and everything and all of that's been really shaken up we had the awakening in 2020 and a lot of people right now i would beg to 
argue that we literally live on a new earth. Like we literally live in a different timeline. Now, I feel like we do often get sucked back into the old one, but I think that it's really kind of, um, you know, kind of moving. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's not astro, it's astral. Absolutely, Namas, uh, true. Very, very good and great observation, my friend. I think it's really important to remember that. Like, um, and what I'm going to talk about at the end here is is actually going to, I think, break your mind around what you think you believe. And I think it's really, really shaking once you realize it. Somebody said C-E-R-N moved us. I'm going to talk about something much more powerful than that, that you literally have access to. And this is not a gimmick or a joke. Like literally, I'm going to talk about something way more powerful than that thing, than any technology we can build. Um that you already have within you and this is it'll it'll blow your mind here in a minute so um and then he says i heard a loud voice coming from the throne saying look god's dwelling place is now among people and he will dwell with them they will be his people and god himself will be with them and be their god he will wipe away uh every tear from their eyes there will be no more death no more mourning or crying or pain for the old of things the old order of things have passed away now this is interesting guys because for me this is super et vibe super extraterrestrial and if you listen to the authentic message of jesus especially in like the gnostic gospels you see that he was a man who became god not god who became man and with that understanding this again goes into the super et vibes and reminds me of something that we should According to the message of Jesus that I pick up personally, we should uh, probably not get on a spaceship with anyone claiming to be the Savior. Um, and so that's where I have a lot of red flags about the book of Revelation. At the same time, if I read the book of Revelation as a completely esoteric gospel of understanding the internal struggle, the internal burning away, the internal, uh, the beast rising, the construct, all the different the seven heads like what are this are the seven horns or whatever the different chakras like you can see all the different like alignments within that then i can see that's like that's like super super powerful but again if you look at this as like a literal thing then i see warning vibes written all over it if you actually follow the message of jesus because yes absolutely ivd says jesus never proclaimed to be god almighty exactly who named him that like think about who named him that it was like who is in charge of Christianity? It was Paul. All of our doctrine can't, comes from a guy that was unaliving Gnostic Christians um, who were not called Christians. They were called followers of the way and they were very esoteric and um, a lot of different doctrines that they have from uh, from their writings as well talks about like Jesus never actually was unalived on the cross. He survived it. And that his followers helped him escape, him and his wife, Mary, escape to Nepal, uh, where he was able to go and live out his life as a yogi. And he had done his enlightenment work and survived, and that was that. Uh, to me, that does not make me any less of a devotee of the message of Yeshua or Jesus or whatever you want to call him. Um, somebody said earlier, I can't remember who it was, but... Jesus is basically kind of that little, what do you call them, anagrams or whatever of, um, it's like, you know, hail Zeus. And basically, if you think about like Zeus 
And you think about Jupiter being the god of this world, and then Jesus said that you worship your father who is Satan, which is the god of this world, and the Bible talks about Satan is the god of this world. Like, you start to put together these these connections and go like, wow, wait a minute. Like, what is that? Like, why do we have such an unhealthy view of God? If we all had a healthy view of God, like, we would all just realize that we are part of him and her and it and they, and we would just love each other and ego would die and we would actually see the new earth unveiled. We would see a new timeline unveiled. In fact, we would all create and manifest at the same time in one unity everything that we've ever wanted. And it would be beautiful and perfect and one. Now, why do we have all this other stuff? Because you got all these conflicting energies. You literally have energies that are either balancing each other out, canceling each other out, fighting each other, whatever you want to call it. And... Um, you don't have to learn much about astrology to learn that there's always different conflicting energies. And that's kind of the state of humanity right now in the 3D world. You start looking into metaphysical principles and you understand that like wave and particle idea uh, is like that the particle is the little diode upon which reality is projected. And I was listening to something today that talked about reality is not an outward projection, but an inward one. Uh, it's within you. It's like it's not like you're projecting all of this in this room is real. It's like I'm literally sitting still somewhere as a being experiencing this dream, just like you do when you're dreaming. You're like in a dream within a dream within a dream. And so, you know, I, I just say, let's wake up, dreamers. Wake up. Realize that we are one. Uh, realize that we can manifest whatever we want and realize that we have the mysteries to understand that Right now, these energies going on, we know what action to take. We know how to handle this. Like, all you have to do is say, what do I want right now? There's there's fertile energy right now. The worms are rising. We're moving into the warmer time of year. The rains are coming, all of those things. And understand that, like, I have an opportunity in the 3D right now to concrete things. What's up, Truth Seeker? How are you, my brother? Uh, how, I hope you're having an awesome evening, man. This is right up your alley tonight, talking about... Uh, reality unraveling and the new Jerusalem cube and um, all the different planetary alignments and stuff. So, uh, but with that said, like uh, I love verse five, he was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. Then he said, write this down for these are the words are trustworthy and true. Now, again, like uh, why, why do we take this literally? You know, because like, think about the one who is seated on the throne said, behold, I'm making all things new. Now, who is seated on your throne? Like, and I always think of the throne as the heart, that heart chakra, like where Christ should sit, that realization that I am the Christ, I am one with Christ, should sit there. And that energy makes all things new. Melissa, what's up? Melissa's bouncing back and forth. She's on TikTok. She's on Facebook. Everywhere. Love it that you guys are on all different uh, platforms. That's, that's awesome. So, uh, But like, who is sitting on the throne? Because I feel like anyone that sits on the throne can make all things new within that timeline. Think about that. You sit Jupiter on your throne, you're going to get a whole lot of 3D problems real quick. You get a whole lot of 3D blessings real quick. You get a whole lot of 3D problems, like whatever. It's rooted in that energy. You let Venus sit on the throne. What are you going to get? You're going to get a whole lot of Venus problems, a whole lot of Venus blessings, a whole lot of whatever. It's going to make all things new. So why is it that I don't choose any of these gods? Why, why, do, why do I not choose the, the biblical God? I don't choose the, uh, these different pantheons of gods because I believe 
the words of Jesus. I believe that he said my father is in spirit and in truth, and those who worship the father must approach him in spirit and in truth. Um, that's my Jesus paraphrase. But, um, but I believe that, and I believe that this source energy and this mother spirit, okay, think about that energy and spirit, the wave and the awareness and then the child is that particle. It is that 3D creation or that perceived creation. And it can be anything outside of that too. Because it is the actual culmination, the alchemy of those two, the divine feminine and the divine masculine. That doesn't just mean left brain, right brain. That doesn't mean the genders. That doesn't mean any of that. I'm talking about father source energy and mother spirit awareness or consciousness, okay? And I'm not talking consciousness as in yours that your brain produces. Your brain in the way that I understand it and I believe it is really a computer that is processing all of what is already there. Think of the divine mother as the Wi-Fi signal and the divine father is the plug that it's plugged into, zapping power into it. Um, and I'm not saying divine feminine doesn't have power. I'm just saying there are different archetypes or different energies that are perfectly complementary, and out of them is birthed the child, which is you and me and my dog and this room and everything that I perceive is real. And by the way, when you begin to, and you realize and you sit something different on your throne, then that thing can be made new. Behold, I am making everything new. What God do you want to be making everything new? Do you want Jupiter? Do you want Venus? Do you want Yahweh? Do you want Saturn? Do you want uh, Zeus? Do you want like what what God do you want? Enlil? Do you want? I want the thing that is the code, the operating system of the entire universe. I want the energetic keys to the kingdom. I want the divine father and the divine mother. I want that energy sitting on my heart. The agreement between the two, wherever two are gathered. Remember, two or more are gathered. I want that gathered on my heart seat because I believe at that moment, that's when the new holy city comes down and lands upon the holy land, which is me. Ultimately, I am the temple. You are the temple. And we can watch the old timeline, our old life pass away and our new one be risen up. And I think that that ultimately is the esoteric understanding I take from the whole new Jerusalem cube. Uh, Christ awakening says Yahweh is a fallen angel. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what I'm saying here. Like Yahweh, Jupiter, like all of the, these are all fallen angels. Why are they fallen angels? Because they've fallen from the frequency. Like think about that. Okay, so what I'm going to propose right now, this is, I promise you guys, like a mind blow. I'm going to try to keep my streams to about 45 minutes now for digestibility, you know, so that everybody can get through them and it's not like a two-hour thing. But I really want to talk about that alchemy between the mother and the father within. The source energy and the spirit consciousness or awareness. Think about that. What if you were to alchemize both of those within you and fully become aware that you are the child? You are the child of God. And I'm not talking about like we all is one kumaya, we are all one. I mean, you by all intents and purposes are all that exists. I'm not even real on your end. You are literally watching a projection inward within you that you are agreeing to because you have created that because you have literally 
all the creative power to be a co-creator of the divine council all within you and all of these other things that were exploded into creation into our perceived universe all come from you now that might be a hugely egotistical thing to think right or is it more egotistical to think that somehow you're alone and somehow your little problems on this planet matter way more than the fact that ultimately you are God experiencing himself, herself, itself, and the whole story of the Christ, of Jesus, of the cross, of the burial, the resurrection, all of that is your story because we are all one. And a good friend of mine, you can go check out his channel. He said it today. Um, in fact, and I don't even remember his channel right now or I would share it. I'm hoping to collaborate with him very soon. Um, but he said something to the effect of speaking about um, when you make the first last, the first will become last and the last will come first. Think about that. Like this blew my mind when he said this because he was talking about, um, and I don't want to embarrass him, so I won't shout him out without his permission, but he, he talked about how that is so i grew up in a culture that that was basically used to shut people up like hey get back in the line you know all right kids listen up you know shh, let your elders talk you know make the first last and the last will be first kind of that control mechanism but if you think about that time isn't even real and everyone if you heal something in you and you wake up to the truth in you and you find enlightenment in you then outside of time, every single being in the universe has woken up and realized the truth about themselves and who God is and been forgiven and all of these things. And what is even forgiveness other than, like, what is salvation? Think about that. It's, are you, you being saved because you're a, you're a horrible person or are you being saved out of hell, literally here? Like, I mean, what's the lowest existence to live in? I mean, think about it. Like, we've pretty much got it. We got pain. We've got everything from childbirth to injuries to people treating each other horribly, unaliving each other, wars and rumors of wars. Uh, we've got pestilence and weird weather and all kinds of stuff. And that's not conspiracy, guys. That's just the five o'clock news. And so I'm talking like real talk here for a second. Think about what is salvation. And it's being rescued. Like, it, it's not because I am horrible or you're horrible or anybody's horrible no matter what like we're all just experiencing these timelines as they are unfolding because of a collective agreement that we have to live this way somehow and the more people wake up and if you if just you like you don't have to go and save your brother or save your sister or tell them live this way or do that or you need jesus or anything you just have to alchemize it in you and realize who you are and one of the prayers I pray every day or chants or meditations or whatever you want to call it is father, mother, teach me the mysteries of the authentic reality and help me to remember who I truly am in you. And like, boom, Melissa's dropping hearts. Yes, like it's pennies, like it's changed. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you guys for the stars over here, by the way. Thank you guys for the gifts over here on TikTok. And by the way, if you're watching on YouTube right now, if you're watching the restream, you've got a little button down there that says super thanks. If you want to give me a super thanks, I am super thankful. I appreciate that. I love you for that. That helps me grow what I'm doing. By the way, if you want to take the next level and you're like, dude, I love what Cub is doing. He's authentic. 
you know, I, he, I'm not, I don't think he's a prophet. I'm not saying I'm a prophet. He's not a guru. I'm not saying I'm a guru. I'm not here to like teach you anything or fix anything in you. But if you're just like, I really vibe with this guy and I just want more of him and I want to ensure that he shows up here every day doing more content, you can go to my website at www.cubkuker.com. We have a gold level supporter membership now, which is called the Charisma Mystery Academy. You can go check that out and all the value it includes. It also includes our silver level. If you want to dip your toe in and check out our silver silver level, it is the Mythos Secret Community Membership. And it's just a great community. It's not a secret, don't worry. I just called it that because it sounded cool. But, you know, it's our little secret. You know, join our little community. We get to have some awesome conversations, cool chats. I do a lot of behind-the-scenes videos over there. And really, a lot of you guys are like, you know, just want more access to this community. And that's just a great way, kind of filters out a lot of the random comments and stuff. And you get like a community that watches regularly and really more understands what we're talking about here. Um, and ultimately, um, you can get both if you want to get the gold. So um, the gold will give you um, access to my Mystery Academy, which includes hundreds of coursework videos. I'm uploading dozens more this week. Um, like some of the coolest stuff as far as how I've alchemized all of this, how do I study, how did I discover my spiritual gifts? I literally work you through all of that. Um, and ultimately it's you working you through it. I'm just the, the mouthpiece for it, which is an interesting way to view it. So, um, I, I call it my life's work, but, uh, ultimately it's your life's work because it's your walk. And so the people that have been going through that, all five-star ratings. Um, but either one, you can't go wrong. $9 a month for the silver, you get the Mythos community with it. Um, and then $29 a month for the gold, you get the Mythos community and all of the coursework structure, the whole Mystery Academy, as well as a live call every single weekend with me and the whole community where you can ask questions, talk about all of these things. We do it over on uh, that Zoom app there. So anyway... Y'all go check that out. That's one of the best ways to make sure that your friend Cub shows up here every single day doing what he loves doing and what you guys enjoy hearing. Ultimately, I think it's challenging for all of us to hear these things. Thank you, Melissa, for dropping it down there. Uh, she says, it's an amazing community. Yes, it is, Melissa. Thank you so much. Melissa, dropped the Stan store link, S-T-A-N dot S-T-O-R-E slash Cub Cooker, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R. Um, you guys don't fall for anyone else's links, like, um, get mine or somebody like Melissa. She's got a little badge over here. She's in our community. Um, because there's people, I literally had somebody tonight talking about that, you know, that I scammed them or whatever, because I promised them a psychic reading guys. I don't do psychic readings. I've never done psychic readings. Not once have I said on here that I'm going to do a psychic reading. Um, I don't do that guys. You can go to my website. It's all supporter levels. I don't even do one-on-one. -on -one. So, uh, that's something that I just have agreed with myself. I don't do one-on-one. -on -one. And so, um, I don't know who's doing this. You know, I've, I've reported every page I could find. If you guys find like a fake page, send it to me so we can get it taken care of. I really appreciate that. And I'm sorry for that, but I have no, like, you know, the president of the United States doesn't have any control over who copies their pages. Like the, I mean, there's so many influencers and celebrities. I mean, go look at, uh, I'm sure like Brad Pitt has like a million different fake accounts, not that he's made them, but that other people make them and try to scam people. So be smart guys. It's not me. If I'm emailing you, asking you for money, telling you I need help 
or telling you I'm gonna do a psychic reading. If you wanna support me, I only have a couple of options. It's very simple, very clean. So I have to put that out there. Uh, just please, please, please know um, that that is not me. So uh, Omi says, you're looking red, bro, sunscreen. Actually, I haven't even really been in the sun today. This is my Germanic complexion. So uh, just these lights are enough to light me up red. So um, I have what you would call translucent skin. It's, it's a beautiful shade of clear. So thank you for noticing. I appreciate that. Um, Christ Awakening says thumbs up. So um, let's see. Any other questions, comments, or prayer concerns? Uh, let's see. Melissa says, uh, one of your fakes inboxed me offering me a reading. I reported it. Yes. Thank you, Melissa. I don't know who's doing this guys. And I've found dozens of them and I've reported all of them. Some of these platforms have not taken their pages down. They haven't taken any action against them. They're still sitting there pending. Uh, some of these are six to nine months ago. Uh, this started when I hit 10,000 followers, we're at 300,000 on Facebook now. We're at 200,000 almost on TikTok. We're almost at 10,000 over on YouTube. And then we're at, I don't know how many thousands on the podcast. Um, I know Spotify alone, we're at several thousand. And then I don't know about Apple and Anchor and all of that. So all in all, communically here, we're over probably 600,000 followers total. So that makes us, unfortunately... Um, something that people just want to copy, I guess. And I, I couldn't even believe it happened at 10,000. I was very excited for 10,000. I just couldn't believe like people would take the time, but I think people just set up these bots. And again, I don't know, but, um, I really, really want you guys to be careful. Like just know that I do this authentically and I don't, I don't offer any kind of life path or anything like that, you know? So it's, it's very simple what we do here. It's just like a patron membership with some really cool uh, perks included with it. So, uh, but new heaven and new earth, like what is your new heaven? What is your new earth? And if, if it physically happens, great. Uh, but by the way, can we not manifest it? Um, and so that's really what I want to talk about as I end tonight's stream. It's just like, think about your power within, like think about the, the atoms within your body. Like the, think about what we do um, and you can take two of them and you split them, what happens? You have like some of the most powerful energetic releases and you have like trillions of those in you. I, I don't even know how many. I'm, again, I'm not a scientist, but just think about the, the fact that you literally have all of these energetic particles within you already. That's just within this physical body, like this makeup of the construct that you see here. Um, and just think about your consciousness and how you can rewrite your own program every single day. You wake up and like, I believe in a law of the universe where I will always have anything I need for my mission as long as I am activating in love, gratitude, and the highest good for all involved. And that includes me, by the way. That includes me. What's up, Darwin? How are you doing, my brother? Um, let's see, uh, spiritually, physically, or both. Yeah, absolutely. Great question. You know, and I think that when you really reach that point of like knowing, knowing who you authentically are, um, I think you get to a point where like, even the physical is like, you just have authority over it. Like there's a God of this world, 
but ye shall judge angels, right? Somebody said earlier that God is a fallen angel, so ye shall judge angels. Think about that. So remember, guys, remember who you are. It's one of my favorite movies with a bunch of lions in it. Remember who you are is the, the lion in the sky at the end. So, like, think about that. Remember who we authentically are. Um, and, you know, you, you have it presented in the book of Revelation as, like, the bride of Christ. But think about even the terminology about marriage, like, within the biblical canon, is that the two becoming one. Like, that it is one, you shall become one. You are in, united. And so if we're the bride of Christ, then we are the Christ. Like, literally, when my wife and I sign documents, we are one entity. We are both accountable for that. So, like, there is, uh, yeah, Melissa says that's my favorite movie of all time. Absolutely. Uh, so awesome. Melissa says co-creators. Melissa's everywhere. She's just boom, boom, boom. If I start streaming on a third platform, she'll be over here on the third one. She's got all these devices open, I'm sure. I love it. Uh, so thank you, Mythos family. Thank you, Charisma family. We've got a bunch of Charisma in here, too. You guys are incredible. I love you all. Thank you for the support. Think about who you really are. Think about this city of gold, this golden city coming down. Is it a UFO? Is it a spaceship? Or do we literally manifest all of that? Is there some timeline where this physically happens? And we're supposed to remember that even though we see it physically, it's not even real. Like it's literally a construct because it is created from the source and the awareness of the source as the child. Like the co-creators were literally the mechanism. The child of God is the mechanism by which everything is created. And I've talked a lot in the past about like the Yahweh or Yaldabaoth or the Demiurge or whatever, like taking the true creation and manipulating it into a lower vibration. And my newer updated understanding, my like, you know, 11.0 or whatever update of my understanding is that we are that God. Like we are that. We are that God in the Old Testament. We are that Enlil in the Sumerian mythology. We are that Zeus in the Greek mythology because it's the God of our ego. It's the thing that needs to constrict, construct, to limit, to control, to build a construct, a matrix out of. It is literally the ego part of us and separated from our ego when you do things like yoga, meditation. Why is it that everyone that's within that construct, be it religious, political, or economic, that construct, that beast system you hear about in Revelation, they'll lash out at you because it's like their ego is so heavy on them. Even if they're heavily into like the religious church side of it or whatever, it's like, oh, that's evil. You're inviting demons because they don't understand it because their ego says, that could, that could unalive me. I don't want to go away. I don't want to. And so you got to think like you got people that copy my account. They're going, I can't, he can't do this. He can't share his truth. He can't. No, no. Cause I got to live in my own hell. Think about it. Everybody that copies my account, everybody that comes over here and trolls in the comments and tells me I'm leading people to hell or that I'm a liar because I only have 8,000 followers. Go look at all my other accounts. Now, I'm not saying that like, oh, I'm, I'm the biggest influencer in the world. Guys, I'm not comparing myself to people uh, like Joe Rogan. I'm not Joe Rogan. I will be one day. I promise you, I will be one day because it's in my manifestation. It's in my timeline. It's in my life. I fully believe it, okay? And But I'm not going to be him. I'm going to be me, okay? And so 
all you do when you come over, and, and this isn't about me, I don't care. I mean, it's whatever. I've gotten used to it at this point. But I'm talking about from your point of view, whether you comment on my video or someone else's, if you feel like you even have to defend anything, why? If it has to be defended, is it even worth defending? And I'm not talking about your, your family and stuff in your house, you know. Someone breaks into your house, defend your family. But I'm talking about, like, the defense of the ego. Why are you defending the ego? Why is it so wrong for someone else to live their life? Why do you have to go in? I literally never go on people's videos. You guys see me create. I do not destroy. I create. And, and when you go and you just comment and you troll or you copy accounts or you make a bunch of fake accounts to just bug people. And people do this all the time, guys. People build bots for this. People hire people for this. People whatever. Like it, it just happens. And it's not just my account. It's on my friends' accounts. It's on uh, everyone from the top creators to brand new creators that get so discouraged. We call them bots. We call them trolls. We call them agent smiths in the matrix. Whatever you want to call them. All they are is the ego screaming, please don't unalive me. Please don't let me become the dust. Please don't let the new heaven and the new earth be unveiled because this is true. And if it has to scream that it's true, then it might not be true, guys. So think about that. Um, yes, absolutely. Opinion versus doctrine. I've learned to say that I believe or the doctrine says yes, absolutely. Uh, and then, uh, Wildly says, uh, I've stopped trolling though. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, and I, I used to do that by the way, by the way, I used to be like a comment warrior and I would want to correct someone on, no, that's not what the Bible says, or, uh, no, that's not what the movie says, or no, that's not the title of this, or you spelled that wrong or whatever. Like I was that guy. And then when I first started this, I would get offended when people would do that to me. And then I realized it's because I was that guy because my ego was still doing that to me. Like that, that's the thing. And so that's the higher level of reality I'm talking about. And I haven't even scratched, uh, the surface. I haven't even scratched the surface. Melissa says he was in here a second ago. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. By the way, Melissa, if you actually see one of the people that copied my accounts, like send it to me, like go to that account, click share, send it to me. And I have a personal advisor through Facebook. I've got one through TikTok. I've got like I've got ways that I can actually go and try to get this taken care of. So thank you for that. Please, please hook me up on that. So um, let's see. Uh, Wildy says uh, I'm going to try to give up the spirit of argument, uh, even if I'm right to do so. Yeah, yeah, that's the hardest thing, right? Like uh, you can like know you're right, but like, are you right now? Here and here's why I ask that. I've changed my opinion so much. Five years ago, I was right when I said something because it really was my reality. It really was right in that reality. Now, when I say something, I can go, oh, I'm, oh yeah, that sounds right. That's good. Like, but in five years time, I may go, man, I was the dumbest thing I've ever said because reality really is this like, and so right. LOL rock me says, yeah, absolutely. So like, Think about why you need to be right. You don't need to be right. That's why Jesus said, I didn't come to call the righteous. And then he said, I came to call sinners to repentance. And again, I, I beg everyone, really look at what that means. Sin is being out of vibration with 
the truth of God, which is the father, the mother. It's just being out of agreement with the fact that you are the child. Think about the prodigal son. The prodigal son did not need a sacrifice to walk through the front gate of that house and go into the father's arms. He just was the identity of the child. And ultimately, that's what I think I want all of us to take from this tonight. That's what I want me to take from this. I'm going to just start doing these videos for me. This is Cub's channel for Cub. Uh, you guys get to be here, and I appreciate that. But ultimately, remember that we're the child. Remember that I am the child. And that the child doesn't need a sacrifice to have his identity returned. The child just needs to remember, to believe it, to claim it, and step into that reality. And ultimately, I think that's what a lot of people are missing. Everyone wants something outside of themselves to fix something inside of themselves. When Jesus actually spoke quite differently, he talked about going within, said the kingdom of God is within you and within me. It is all around us. It is not something that comes on the clouds. And then we have all of these literal interpretations of Revelation. The other possible of Revelation is that it was actually written as a plant to distract people and look for something to come while all of the construct was just continuing to take over here on Earth. The other possibility is it's completely esoteric. The other possibility is it is literally everything all at once together now for everyone in one moment in infinity right now. And it is anything that you want it to be. By the way, this cup of water is anything I want it to be. The water is not water. The water is wine. The water is whatever I need it to be because I have authority over the water because it's not real. The only thing that's real is me. And that's like the deeper, 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 deeper waters I'm going to be dredging into a bit more on this channel just because I'm starting to understand it more. Now, I'm not going to go all woo-woo on you. But I want you to really, really think about it. I continue to do UFOs, continue to do paranormal portals, Bigfoot. We're going to talk about Jesus, talk about Buddha, talk about Krishna. Tomorrow I'm going to do a video on Arjuna and Krishna. It's a beautiful story from the Bhagavad Gita. A lot of you probably haven't heard. Uh, it's one of the most beautiful stories, I think, ever told. And I think it should be shared more. So someone who's certainly not Hindu, um, obviously I'm a translucent guy from West Texas, but I think it should be talked about. And so if my message offends you, why? Why did why do either of us have to be right? What is it like this shouldn't this is just my opinion. And I think a lot of people somehow think that I am I'm not against anyone. Like I'm literally not against anyone. Like I love you because I know that you are me. Like your trolling on me is me trolling on me. Your loving me is me loving me. And the only thing that any of us can do in the face of any of that is to just agree with what is authentic. And the only way to find what is authentic is number one, it doesn't give you identity outside of the fact that you are the child. Number two is it doesn't give you anything to battle for or against. And number three is it tells you that nothing here is real. And it tells you that the truth about reality is within you because it's not even out there. It's in here because in here is out there. And so those are kind of the three things that I have to remember is number one, 
reality isn't real. There is an authentic reality or what we would call the supreme reality. And the supreme being, I believe, is the father, the mother, and the child. It is literally the culmination of the energy, the consciousness of that energy, and then the ability to create the actual manifestation of that, which is us. And so as we wake up and realize that we are one and that we are none, all at once, once at all, right? Reality is an illusion, Melissa says. Absolutely. And I don't have the perfect eloquent words to speak this, guys. Again, I'm not a prophet. I'm not a poet or anything. Do I have some giftings in those areas? Sure. But I'm not, that's not what I'm here for, guys. And that's what I, I really, really detest when people, like, they come in and they copy the account and try to make me something I'm not because I've never said that once. And unfortunately, I think that's just their go-to. They do it to my friends, too, by the way. Like, I've literally seen people, one of my good friends over on Facebook, she just started a channel and she does readings and stuff and then they immediately go to like the same like literally the same document that that you guys have reported they're using on me of like you know oh i need money and oh i need that like it's just the same script used over and over because there's nothing new under the sun and so my my what i beg of you today is what's a new script flip the script you ever heard that that saying like flip it over that's what I love about esotericism. Look on the other side of it. Let's flip the script and see what else is there. Because I think we got a whole lot to explore right under our noses. And it certainly doesn't include arguing with each other or trying to disprove or prove anyone right. I say let the experts do that, guys, and let the explorers experience. That's what we are. And so ultimately, that's all we do. We explore supernatural realities. That's what we're here for. I love you guys. I hope you have a beautiful day. Thank you guys for the stars. Thank you so much. Uh, everything is nothing. Uh, zero with a twist. Yes, exactly. Infinity. I love the infinity symbol. One of my favorite symbols. Uh, they're trying to profit off of you. Melissa says, yeah, just wait, Melissa. Just wait. Your day, I'm sure your day will come. I don't want to manifest it for you, but man, I've seen them. I, there's not one creator I'm friends with. I've got a whole TikToker spirituality group. We meet once a month. And I think everybody in there has dealt with some form or fashion of the bots and the trolls and the copycats and all of that stuff. So unfortunately, I, I just, you know, I'm not trying to harp on that tonight, but it's just, it does, I think, you know, tend to lean towards the proving of my point here. I'm not trying to prove a point more than get you to open your mind and your heart and think. And I think that uh, when we see that happen, it's just more more evidence, we'll call it that, more evidence towards the hypothesis of exactly what I'm saying tonight, which is the ego does not want to. People that aren't happy, that aren't fulfilled, that are full of ego, that are full of themselves, have nothing to do in their life other than recycle the same script that they've always operated out of because they're too damn scared to try something new and actually lean into love, forgiveness, unity, searching higher than their own ego. And I say, when, you know, I love that saying, like, look for something higher than yourself. But when you identify with the ego, all you are is you're in your low chakras, you're, you're identifying with the carnal, the core, rather than like raising that vibration, stepping into your heart chakra. When you're in your heart chakra, 
like, man, you can't, you just help anybody. It doesn't matter. And I, and I'm not always there guys. I'm telling you, like, I'm not some guy that's always there. I talk about the heart a lot because it's what I want. Like I want to be in that. And I know I'm my best when I'm in my heart chakra because at that point is when my third eye can actually open my crown chakra can open up and I can receive more authentic downloads rather than me trying to defend um, you guys know any, you know better than anybody some of the stuff I say I try to defend my ego and then I catch myself that's why this is a true a true stream of consciousness because you get to watch it unfold so uh, yeah truth seeker in here still what's up brother yeah um, let's see uh, he said uh, wildy cub will have the same conversation with you so uh yeah 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 absolutely noah and the nephilim and everything yeah so yeah truth seeker um i was talking earlier too like um about um by the way brother if you haven't watched that movie vast of night on amazon the old lady part where she's talking about her son opening his mouth and speaking an angelic language that completely terrified her and then he goes out into a field when he's 10. Spoiler alert, by the way. So click off now if you don't want it ruined. He goes out in a field and he's he disappears. He is no more, I think, is the language they used. Which is like, it's like right out of the Book of Enoch. Like, you know, he walked with God and he was no more. Like, it's, it's super E.T. vibes. Um, and again, we can take it esoteric or we can go, hey, these things are projections and manifestations of our core agreements of our reality anyway and they're manifesting here because we have created extra dimensional things because we have the authority to do that do you ever think about that if you are the christ then you created the angels how can you judge something that you didn't create anyway think about that and then when you judge your brother or your sister or you try to tell them what they're doing right or wrong or troll on them or correct them or whatever even if you feel like it's out of love and I struggle with this too. All you're doing is judging yourself. And the, the Christ can't be judged because it's already been judged perfect and worthy by the father and the mother who bore it because it is the child. You are the child. Like, think about your true identity, guys. This is super. Yeah, this is like the keys to understanding who you are. Uh, let's see. Rock Me 19 uh, said, Keys of Enoch is channeled book. Super great. Totally different than the Bible book. Uh, yeah, Keys of Enoch is a book. I'm talking about the Book of Enoch, like the actual document from thousands of years ago, uh, which is actually still in the Ethiopian church. It's still canonized in a lot of different uh, denominations and stuff, but just not here in the West because like the Catholic and the Roman institution, which is, you know, very, very heavily here in the West, even in evangelical, it's all the same root, right? Um that that's just really not accepted we've got 66 books in our bible and that is the proposed word of god and again i remind you you are the word of god you are the ancient ohm you are the thing that can create anything that you want you are ultimately the child of god i'm trying not to sneeze i went and played frisbee today and we got some some flowers blooming and stuff so <coughs> anyway okay it, it passed no sneezing tonight so that's good but um so anyway i hope you guys kind of picking up what i'm talking about i'm going to stay on for just a few minutes if you have questions drop them now i'd love to to answer questions i mean anything i didn't cover um 
I'm going to try to keep these podcasts as short as possible, but also be here. That's why I do these live so that we can get questions in and stuff. And I answer a lot of questions in the actual comments, but I'm a very, very poor writer. So I'm better at talking. I can talk all day long. So if you want to have an answer to a question, then the lives are a great place. By the way, my lives are normally at 11 a.m. and 4 p.m. every single day. I'm going back to twice a day on the live streams, by the way. It's just on my heart that like that's what built all of this stuff so quickly and so beautifully and so strongly. And I really want to continue that. And I made a lot of changes to the back end of how our community is run and how my membership tiers are set up uh, to simplify everything and focus more on what we're doing here. So ultimately, any of you that choose today, and I know some of you will choose to go and join one of the membership tiers because you're, you're here this long. You're like, you know, this guy's got something and I want to make sure he shows up tomorrow. Um, ultimately, those help me do this content. And that's really why I have those set up. And um, a lot of creators, you know, they have a few little perk levels, but I think I'm offering something really unique and really powerful rather than just, you know, your name in the credits of a video. Some people do that. Uh, nothing against them, but like I don't see that as a perk level. I see the community and the insight and the communication as a perk level. I see the course structure that I've built with hundreds of different videos all organized into different training type sessions. Uh, where you are training you ultimately uh, to think bigger, love bigger, do bigger um, in your life, all with these beautiful mysteries from antiquity, as well as just downloads that I have and ways that I organize things. You know, I think all of that just has a lot of value. And that's one of the things that um, I try to do with this channel is something different. And so the live streams are important to me. So I brought, brought back the two a day. I'm going to continue to do those as long as I can. Um, because they're important to me. I love talking to you guys twice a day. I think it's really important. So after spring break, I'll be back with the two a day. Um, I may even do some, some flash streams during spring break. I know a lot of you guys are busy anyway. So uh, spring break is kind of a weird time for content creators. It kind of slows down a little, but I think that as we pick up um, into March, you know, I just don't want to miss out on that energy. I think there's a good energy right now. It's a volatile energy, I will say, but I think it's a good one right now. So Truth of Travel says join, absolutely. So uh, Wizard Wee says nice talk. Uh, Truth of Travel says join the community if you resonate with the message because it is awesome. Thank you, my friend. You are you are too nice. Shelly says uh, thanks for streaming tonight. Lo uh, love the content. Past my bedtime. Sweet dreams, everyone. Absolutely. Lisa, thank you for the stars. God bless you guys. Jody, thanks for being here. Melissa, thanks for being here. Casey, thank you for being here. Uh, Lee, Wildy, thanks for being here. Uh, Caesar, thanks for joining. Malise, Gordon, we had a lot of people on tonight, so I appreciate you guys. And, and anybody that watches after the fact, I continue to check the comments and try to filter them by newest. So I'll try to catch your comment. Please leave me a comment. Like, comment, subscribe, all the good stuff. Um, and ultimately, go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, it's it's a real shame that we only have, we're at like 8,500 over there or something, 8,400. Um, so go give me a follow on YouTube. That would really help. Um, I really want to get YouTube to 100,000 like in the next couple of months. I think we can do it. Um, I've just got to promote it more. And it's it's slower about showing my content. So I have to ask more people to go there 
to show it that we're worth showing. So now it's picked up a lot and I appreciate you guys for doing that. But really YouTube is, it's a great place because I get to organize all these videos. It's kind of where the archive is. So if you really want to find the archive organized by subject, the YouTube channel is great. It's over in my profile link as well, www.cubcooker.com, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com, or Melissa posted the stand store, S-T-A-N dot S-T-O-R-E slash cubcooker. Both of those will take you to the same place. That's my only URL, so go with that. Go with God. I love you all. Have a beautiful, beautiful night. Uh, thank you so much. So I will see you guys tomorrow. Peace.